0: Oh, Lord. be forever. Amen. Praise to you, O Christ. Alleluia. Blessed be God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. O Hand formed the dry hand. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Glory be to the Father and to the Son. And to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Blessed be God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Psalm 119, verses 41 through 48. Let your steadfast love come to me, O Lord, your salvation according to your promise. Then shall I have an answer for him who taunts me. For I trust in your word And take not the word of truth Utterly out of my mouth For my hope is in your just decrees I will keep your law continually Forever and ever And I shall walk in a wide place for I have sought your precepts. I will also speak of your testimonies before kings, and shall not be put to shame, for I find my delight in your commandments, which I love. I will lift up my hands toward your commandments, which I love and I will meditate on your statutes. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let your steadfast love come to me, O Lord, your salvation according to your promise. The Old Testament reading for the 25th of June and the presentation of the Augsburg Confession is from Proverbs 31, verses 10 through 31. An excellent wife, who can find. She is far more precious than jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not harm all the days of her life. She seeks wool and flax and works with willing hands. She is like the ships of the merchant. She brings her food from afar. She rises while it is yet night, and provides food for her household, and portions for her maidens. She considers a field and buys it. With the fruit of her hands, she plants a vineyard. She dresses herself with strength, and makes her arms strong. She perceives that her merchandise is profitable. Her lamp does not go out at night. She puts her hands to the distaff and her hands hold the spindle. She opens her hand to the poor and reaches out her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of snow for her household for all her household are clothed in scarlet. She makes bed coverings for herself her clothing is fine. Her clothing is fine, linen and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them. She delivers sashes to the merchant Strength and dignity are her clothing, and she laughs at the time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She looks well to the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women have done excellently, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her the fruit of her hands and let her works praise her in the gates. O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be to God. The New Testament reading is from John chapter 21, verses 1 through 25. After this, Jesus, Jesus revealed himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias. And he revealed himself in this way. Simon Peter, Thomas called the twin. Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples were together. Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. They said to him, we will go with you. So they cast it, and now they were not able to haul it in because of the quantity of fish. That disciple whom Jesus loved, therefore, said to Peter, it is uh, said that the disciple that Jesus loved, therefore, said to Peter, it is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his outer garment, for he was stripped for work and threw himself into the sea. The other disciples came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish, for they were not far from land, but about a hundred yards off. When they got out on land, they saw a charcoal fire in place with fish laid on it and bread. Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish that you have just caught. So Simon Peter went aboard and hauled the net ashore full of large fish. Fish. One hundred and fifty three of them, and although there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, come and have come and have breakfast. Now, none of the disciples dared ask him, who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them. And so with the fish. Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Truly, truly, I say to you, when you were young, you used to dress yourself and walk wherever you wanted when you are old, you will stretch out your hands, and another will dress you and carry you where you do not want to go. This he said to show by what kind of death he was to glorify God. And after saying this, he said to him, follow me. Peter turned and saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following them, the one who had been reclining at table close to him and had said, Lord, what is it that is going, who is it that is going to betray you? When Peter saw him, he said to Jesus, Lord, what about this man? Jesus said to him, if it is my will that I, if it is my will that he remain until I come, what is that to you? You follow me. So the saying spread abroad among the brothers that the disciple was not to die. Yet Jesus yet Jesus did not say to him that he was not to die, but if it is my will that he remain until I come, what is that to you? This is the disciple who is bearing who is bearing witness about these things and who has and who has written these things, and we know that his testimony is true. Now, there are also many other things that Jesus did. Were every every one of them to be written, I suppose that the world itself could not contain the books that would be written. O Lord, have mercy on us, A writing from a a reading from the Augsburg Confession Conclusion Paragraphs one through seven. These are the chief articles that seem to be in controversy. We could have we could have mentioned more abuses, but here we have set forth only the chief points in order to avoid making this confession too long. From these chief points, the rest may be be easily judged. There have been, for example, great complaints about indulgences, pilgrimages, and the abuse of excommunication. Our parishes have been troubled in many ways by dealers in indulgences there were endless there were there were endless arguments between the pastors and the monks about who has the right in parishes to hear confessions, do funerals, give s- sermons on extraordinary occasions and innumerable other things. We have passed over such issues so that the chief points in this matter briefly set forth might be more easily understood nothing has been said or brought up for the rebuke of anyone we have mentioned only those things we thought it was necessary to talk about so that it would be understood that in doctrine and ceremonies we have we have received nothing contrary to Scripture or the Church universal. It is clear that we have been very careful to make sure no new ungodly doctrine creeps into our churches. We present these articles in accordance with your Imperial Majesty's edict in order to show our confession and let people see a summary of our teacher's doctrine. If there is anything that anyone might desire in this confession, we are ready, God willing, to present more thorough information according to, according to the scriptures. So for our texts, Today is the commemoration of the presentation of the Augsburg Confession. The Augsburg Confession, the principal doctrinal statement of the theology of Martin Luther and the Lutheran Reformers, was, lar- was written largely by Philip, by Philip Melanchthon. At its heart, it confesses the justification of sinners by grace alone, through faith alone, for the sake of Christ alone. Signed by leaders of many German cities and regions, the confession was formally presented to Holy Roman Emperor Charles V at Augsburg, Germany on June 25, 1530. A few weeks later, Roman Catholic authorities rejected the confession, which. Melanchthon defended in the Apology of the Augsburg Confession in 1531. In 1580, the unaltered Augsburg Confession was included in the Book of Concord. So for our text. We continue with the Te Deum. We praise you, O God, we acknowledge you to be the Lord. All the earth now worships you, the Father everlasting. To you, all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To you, cherubim and seraphim, continually do cry. Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth. Heaven and earth are full of the majesty of your glory. The glorious company of the Apostles praise you. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise you. The noble army of martyrs praise you. The Holy Church throughout all the world does acknowledge you. The Father of an infinite majesty, your adorable true and only Son, also the Holy Ghost, a Comforter. You are the King of glory, O Christ. You are the everlasting Son of the Father. When you took upon yourself to deliver men, you humbled yourself to be born of a virgin. When you had overcome the sharpness of death, you opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You sit at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that you will come to be our judge. We therefore pray you to help your servants, whom you have redeemed with your precious blood. Make them to be numbered with your saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save your people and bless your heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. O Lord, in you have I trusted. Let me never be confounded. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. O Lord, hear my prayer, and let my cry come to you. Let us pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, you preserved the teaching of the Apostolic Church through the confession of the true faith at Augsburg. Continue to cast the bright beams of your light upon your Church that we, being instructed by the doctrine of the blessed Apostles, may walk in the light of your truth and finally attain to the light of everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Ah, 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 ah. O Lord Jesus Christ, true King of Heaven and Earth, you promised your church that the gates of hell would not prevail against her, and you still cause your word to be preached and your holy sacraments to be administered among us. But ah, O Lord, the sins of your people obscure the majesty of your bride, your holy, your holy vineyard is trampled and your blessed sacrifice stands neglected. Many think themselves strong and despise the life-giving food that you have ordained for your people for the forgiveness of their sins. Pardon all our arrogance and do not come to us in wrath to remove the lamp of your word from before our eyes. O Lord, we pray you, visit this vine, which you once established for yourself and renew us with the sun of your mercy and the water of eternal life. Give us a greater, give us a great hunger for the food of your true body and blood and let all your faithful people ever be found in the apostles doctrine, in the fellowship in the breaking of your bread and in the prayers. We implore you, O Lord, for our altar, that it may ever be a place where the medicine of eternal life, the forgiveness of our sins, strengthens us in body and soul, that disbelief and impenitence may stay far from all who come there so that they may not eat and drink to their own judgment. O Eternal High Priest, Let the fruit of your spirit grow in us, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faith, gentleness, and chastity. Cause us to live in holy conduct toward one another to the glory of your holy name here in time and hereafter in eternity. For you live and reign with the Father and the same Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, you have safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with your mighty power and grant that this day we fall into no sin neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by your governance, may be righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord.